ladies and gentlemen, we love Halloween here on that story show. And you? uh well, I do. I like candy and <laughs> costumes, and that's what it means to me. We like spooky stories. So if you have any, send them to that story show at gmail.com or call us at one eight three three five five story. You have until the twenty seventh or the twenty sixth actually of the month. So you've got a week and a half. Get your spooky stories and send them in and we'll use them on the show and it'll be great thanks enjoy the show rated e for everyone 10 and up this episode is brought to you by drawyourpicture.com where you can get me to draw you just about anything check out what i've done for others and see what i can do for you at drawyourpicture.com also by our patrons like Lindsay, lucas kirk and luke barnett who support the show on a monthly basis join the club and get patron only bonus stories stickers ad free listening and more Join today at patreon.com slash that story show. This is Wyatt in Thailand, and you're listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hallelujah! Hey, who's was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I left her some guano. (laughs) Hey, podcast people, this is that story show where we bring your real life stories into the spotlight. It's episode 126, brought to the week of October 13th, 2022. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. My good friend is here. Hey, James, this is John. Hey, guess what? What? Hey, uh, you know what you call a deer with no eyes? (laughs) No, what's a deer with no eyes? No idea. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wasn't that no a, an amazing intro though? That, that was. That was great. That's perfectly timed bell and everything. He he said, please play the bell so it will make sense. So <laughs> I had I had to hit the bell button and then and then the intro. <laughs> so it was <laughs> it was it was a little bit of an undertaking. I almost forgot. I'm like, oh yeah, I've gotta I gotta click that thing. So and it was like right that the sound tone and all that was just right. Yeah. So you must have like listened beforehand. It's like I think I give like do these keys, notes, whatnot. Oh yeah. He's genius. He's genius. Genius. That's what it is. Brilliant. We have the best listeners in the world. I've always said it. Not yeah, the not the greatest true. show, but the greatest listeners. So anyway, we always start with the opening story. This one's called Left Holding the Shoes, and it's from Grant. And it is a uh it's it's a, it's a it's a good story. Uh, he says, I've listened long enough. I've been listening since the beginning, so I figured I'd better submit a story. Yeah, it's about time, dadgummit. The story yeah. about dating that you guys did oh. reminds me of this one, and I finally caught up recently. <laughs> so back in my college days, I'm around the same age as you guys, but anyway, I digress. We, 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 we used to have semi-formal dances each semester, and we'd get pretty nice. fancy, at least for our little college. So a lot of us would take time and uh, ask each other out creatively. So think high school proms. So anyway, we had a, I had a huge crush on one of my friends. Let's call her Brandy. And I decided to ask her to this dance and I had an evening planned. I even rented a car. I lived on a campus, so no need for a car. I had a nice restaurant picked out and reserved. And so the evening of the dance, I go to pick her up and she's looking stunning and I'm looking pretty good myself, I must say. So we were having a great time chatting and whatnot, and we get to the dance, and we find our friends and hang out and dance, just having a grand old time. And I'm thinking, yes, this is working out great. I'm winning her over. So it gets Mm -hmm. down to the end of the dance, and the last dance song comes on. Brandy turns to me and says, you know, my feet are hurting, and you mind holding on to my shoes? So I can dance with this other guy that I've been wanting to get to know. What? There were plenty of students that would go alone. Um, sure, I say. My heart crushed. So I'm standing there holding a pair of women's shoes, watching Brandy dance with some other guy. I look over and I see a female friend standing there. I drop the shoes where I'm standing and I go over and ask the friend to dance. And the dance finishes and Brandy approaches me and asks where her shoes were. And I just pointed over to the spot where I had been standing. Boy, that was an awkward drive back to campus in the rented car. Thanks for the show, Grant. <laughs> wow. 
Ah, the links we went to to woo the women back oh, then. Man, I'm so glad I'm done with all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I feel for all of you who are in the dating scene right now. I, I took a girl to a Christmas dance one time, and uh, when I when I got there, I mean, everything was great. Everything was fine. I'd picked her up from her house. I'd given her a ride, and uh, I don't know. I wasn't much of a dancer though, and and I think mm. she was. And so she was out having a great time and somebody, one of her friends came up to me and she says, uh, she wants to know if it's okay if we give her a ride home. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever, man, I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Fine. So, at that time, <laughs> by that time, I, I, I didn't care. I was just like, whatever, whatever. I had a girlfriend just, anyway. So what? <laughs> For real? Yeah. You had a girlfriend and you took another girl to I a dance? took another girl to a dance. It was terrible. I was terrible. Wow. I've, I've never been. I we You know, my school, we didn't have a prom. We didn't have, they didn't believe in dancing, so that didn't ne- never happen. So I've never been to a dance. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to dance. My daughter's uh, Catholic school, they do dances, but... Um, our school does dances now. I mean, this training, the school that I work at does yeah. dances, but not the one that I went to when I was in high school. But the dances are kind of like lock-ins, though. Um, what? Yeah. You you show up, and you have to stay for the entirety of the dance. Oh, well, that makes sense. And you have to take a breathalyzer before you get into the dance. What about when you leave? No, I don't. They should do both, because, you know, People probably sneaking stuff in. Who knows? Who knows? Just saying. I'm going to call your school up, your daughter's school up, and and, and recommend that. Who Something. knows? It's I time don't. to rewind the week. I know that. All right. So um, this is where we recap something from the last seven days or so. And this one happened uh, very recently. And uh, I'm already being made fun of it for it at work <laughs> what? yeah it was bad i i hit a guy with a box in the head okay i'll just tell you that right now that's on purpose no not on purpose but okay so there's this there are these boxes that, that yeah, i had to get and they're up in up high and there's three of them they're stacked three high and they're stacked in a way that the first box, if it was just one box, you could grab it and pull it off the shelf. Two boxes, you would have to, you could, you could, you could barely with your fingertips drag that box off the first box. But when they're three high, there's no way you have to do Mm. two things. One is you get a ladder. That's a smart thing. Smart thing. It's the thing I will do from now on. Or you, you do this trick where you grab the first box and you pull it out and you lean it towards you and the third box and the second box slide you catch the second and the third box and pull the third box off pushing second first box back on does that make sense i think so it sounds like a maneuver it similar is. to that of a magician pulling the the, the tablecloth <laughs> out from underneath a bunch of dishes. Right, on top of except it. you're using yeah. gravity, you know, and all this. Well, I I had never done this before. I had seen it done. And I'm like, I'm going to save myself a trip to get a ladder. And so I, I go and I pull the first box and the second box and the third box all come with it. And then I, I get to the point where I'm tilting it down towards me so that the two boxes slide and they do, but they slide a lot faster than I thought they were going to. <laughs> and suddenly I've got three boxes barreling down on me. Uh-oh. I have to make a decision because I only have two hands and three boxes. Mm. And so I push the first box back. That makes the second box come at me. So I've got two boxes in two hands and the second box, I just let it go. It hits me in the chest full on. Ugh. It's full of, um, p- cardboard, uh, sleeves for like, uh, you know, that you hit and they turn into boxes and you put, uh, chicken nuggets in them and stuff. Oh yes. And gotcha. So they're not light. They're, they're, they're no, they're, I just, they're pretty basically he- wood heavy. So this one hits me in the chest. The third one, I reach up with my left hand and I grab it, but 
it, it's not enough. I should have grabbed it with both hands, but one hand is down trying to manage the second box that has come completely loose and it falls over and it hits a guy named Melvin on the corner with the corner of the box Ooh. right on his forehead Ouch. near his temple. No. And, he, and he didn't expect it. He didn't see it coming. It's just all of a sudden he's in pain and he was so uh. cool about it. John, he was so doing cool about it. Uh, and I felt so terrible. I felt so bad. I could see a m- indentation in his oh, forehead no. that it didn't bleed or anything. It was just a soft hit, but it was all the way to his daggum skull. You know, it pushed all the skin out of the way. Oh. And uh, so anyway, now, now they make fun of me and they, they say, oh. is Melvin around? Because, you know, I, my last day is the 15th at, at Chick-fil-A ah. and then I'm taking a new job. Um, so they didn't fire you because they, of that. No, no. And he was so cool. He was, he was fine, but I was like, I hate hurting people. I, yeah. I hurt people on accident and, and it's not on purpose. And I, I felt like that gum, uh, you know, Jar Jar banks up in there. Like, you know, stuff was just flying all over the places. These boxes that are, Probably, you know, a good 20 pounds and in the corner of it hit him in the head. And, and they said, you want to take a minute? And he did. He wanted to take a minute. And I think he went back in the back and cried a little bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> James hit me in the head with a box. Oh, chicken nugget. But box. it's like we bonded somehow because he's, he's been nice to me. I think he's afraid I'll hit him with a box. Oh. <laughs> I get you again, man. You think that was bad? Yeah, I was. That, I know those, where they keep the French fries. Those, I'll drop one of those on you. Those were the medium boxes. Wait till I reach for the large boxes. <laughs> oh, oh man! I, you know it, it's such a dangerous job, Chick Fil A. I I got burned. Yeah. I got burned this week again. I, I have little scars all over my arms from getting burned. So this is nothing new. But I work with these griddles. And I reached between them and I know better. It's been months. It's been a couple of months, few months now. I've cleaned between these griddles forever, but I touched one side of the griddle with my arm Ouch. and then re- reactively, you know, I, my arm pulls away from the burning sensation and bumps right into the other grill. Oh. <laughs> and so I've got two equal burns on each side of my forearm now. Mm. Yeah. Nice. It is uh it is not good. I, I keep getting afraid that I'm gonna get burned on my on my tattoo and I don't know what will happen. Will it warp <laughs> it? Will it will it take off some of the color? Will it make it, you know, fuzzy? So I'm I'm really I should probably put some tape over it or something, but um, Yes, if you burn it deep enough you could mess it up, but yeah, I don't want that to happen. That um, ink is what is it, subdermal or something like yeah, that? They, yeah. I don't know if you can see, but see this. Yeah, I can see, see that. See oh, that? gum, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ouch. Yeah. That's one of them. I, I'm i so glad. You look pretty to, tough, actually. To be changing jobs. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be, um, I was going to yeah, be t- doing coloring books, but that didn't work out. And uh, now I'm going to be designing caps. Caps. So, yeah. So that sounds cool, man. Pretty excited about it. I start on Wednesday the eight, the nineteenth. Yeah, yeah. Are you allowed to talk about uh, some of these caps that you'll be working on? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's it, they don't just do that. Well, they do all kinds of caps. So baseball caps, you know, the snapback, the the elastic kind. They do the mesh back. They do all kinds of front panels and and cowboy uh, caps. They they, they do. Uh, uh, you know, all kinds of print and fabric and, and meshes and, and the ones with buttons on the top. They do dad cap, trucker caps, flat bill caps. I mean, all kinds of caps. And they do knitted caps. So like head socks really? or whatever. So Oh, cool. And and I'm going to go to training where I will learn how to design these things their way. And uh, it's really? about an hour and a half away. It's a month-long process. And... um that yeah. sounds cool, man. It, it sounds cool. I don't know. I'm like, what are they going to teach me for a month? Oh my goodness! Is it is there that much to this job? 
So they I, probably like want to run you through all the ropes, like so that you understand the whole design process. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I hope so. I I also they did say between two weeks and two in, in a month, and I'm I'm hoping I'll be the two week guy. You know. Yeah. I got this Learn thing. Fast. I got this thing down. We we can make caps now. I'll just. You might them. be the one week guy. You mean like. Like he fixes it, he picks it up, and like that's it. I know this stuff. Yeah, they'll be like surprised. They're gonna name a, a building after you because of how quickly and amazingly you do your work. Wow. I, yeah, <laughs> they're gonna a whole design process is gonna be called the Kennison design process. I don't. I don't need. I don't need to go. I I pay a lady to sit and listen to me. It's called counseling. I go to counseling. I don't oh. need I don't need that. I just need to get on a phone call with John once a week. Yeah. And let him talk me up. And he, be your he's hype got guy. them he's got them naming a building after me. How how yeah. can I fail with that kind of positivity? You, you can't. <laughs> don't 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 hold yourself to my expectations though. <laughs> no. Saying. Oh no, you just <laughs> undid it all. Oh that's now <laughs> he's lied to me, folks. You heard it. He's like Wait, I've been here. Uh, I haven't even been here a week yet. They haven't named a building after me. <laughs> John said, they were John, going. you suck. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. So I hit a guy with a box. What did you do? Well, I did I did something to somebody at work. Too. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So a little backstory. Uh, you know, I have access to all the cameras here on, on our campus. Yeah. Uh, so you're, I, you're a creep. I'm not, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I don't think You're I am. Zooming in on people eating lunch and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's what I right. That's what I, I put it on TikTok. No, I told you that story a couple weeks ago about the one of the teachers who lost his backpack. and, and Yes, you know, and cool. the kid that stomped on the, the, the table. <laughs> I tell you that? Yeah, and yeah. broke it. You even sent yeah. me the video. That was so awesome. Did I really? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm not breaking, violating any... Uh, <laughs> It didn't show his, his face. face. Out, yeah, it didn't show his face. It just showed this kid stomping on a park bench, breaking, breaking it. Park benches. Well, um, I also have access to other technology on on campus here, and um, one of those. Are you familiar with the Sonos uh, speakers? No, no. Tell me about. So them. Sonos is a brand a brand company. It's basically like a. Um, it's just like a a smart speaker. Okay. You know, you can connect to it with your Spotify account and it's got this really great sound and stuff. And we've got a couple of them on campus, uh, one in, in one lobby and one in the uh, another lobby. Mm. And one of them that's in uh, like the main office lobby, you know, they have Christian music playing through it and stuff. And Kind of like Chick-fil-A. Um, yeah, yeah. Except it's, you know, it's... Yours it's, has uh, words, I'm sure. Yeah, it does because it's it's licensed differently or something i don't i don't know it's just it's the speaker that plays music in the lobby and um it's connected to the receptionist's computer and our receptionist she's pretty cool you know she's uh she, she kind of reminds me of mandy <laughs> from high school <laughs> anyways they look like they could be sisters somehow or related anyways she's she's fun she's cool and um i i thought i'd play a little trick on her <laughs> No. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. And um <laughs> um I I connected to the speaker. Now I gotta say this <laughs> this happened on a day when we didn't have students or parents coming through, okay? Because okay. I didn't want to get in trouble. Right. All right. You so just want to cause it was one some of our, trouble. Yeah, cause trouble. Right. And and I get in really early. Um so like like seven fifteen or so, and there's nobody there, and and I had the cameras up waiting for her to come in, um, <laughs> so <laughs> I connected to this the speaker with my phone, and I had the cameras up so I could see her reaction, mm -hmm. and um the the playlist that I the playlist that I played is um one, one hour of farts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a fart playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, I told you she's pretty cool and down to earth, right? Right. So, so I could tell that the speaker was playing these farts because she looked over towards the corner and she had this look on her face, like, 
what's going on? What is that? And you know, the it's just like random different fart sounds. Right. right. And she's she's kind of peeking around the corner like like something she's worried about it. It's uh, like I it's a ghost. <laughs> yeah, like it's a ghost or something. And 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 me and the guys in the in the tech shack here, we were just laughing our heads off like idiots because she th- she was just all looking around for it. She didn't know what it was. And Jesus. And um <laughs> is that you? <laughs> I, I um I I can't remember. I I stopped the song and and, and she kind of knew she. Love how you I call guess, it a song, by the way. <laughs> What's that? You called it a song. I love oh, how I, <laughs> it's a song. Yeah, I stopped it's the not music. just a I bunch of sound effects. Music. It's a song. It's it's music to your ears, is what it is. <laughs> oh. But anyway, I stopped it. And well, I did. Uh, she she kind of got an idea that she knew that she was being pranked, mm-hmm. and um and I can't remember. I think I texted her, and she said no. She texted us. She's like, "Are you guys doing something to the speaker?" <laughs> and so when she did that, I started playing a Beatles song. I I played that song, "Help." Oh, you know? that way she would kind of know it was the IT crowd doing. You know, help. I need somebody. Yes. Anyways, um, she she confessed later. She thought that there was she thought there was a rodent with intestinal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "I thought there was a a mouse that had oh intestinal." Oh my gosh, that would be a big old mouse, boy. Make that yeah. Kind of noise. <laughs> now her reaction was great. Uh, a little bit later, the head of security came came into the lobby, and um. <laughs> <laughs> I played it again and he just kind of looked like nothing was going on. <laughs> this is the same guy that busted me for taking my shirt off in the press box. Oh gosh. When it was really hot that one yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was watching him on camera and he, he totally no reaction at all. He just kind of looked nothing, nothing. <laughs> so okay. he had a great reaction though. She's a great sport. Thanks Leah. Thanks Leah. Um, yeah. All right. So that, that reminded me of uh, <laughs> one time I was at a picnic, and um, it was a picnic <laughs> celebrating a, a young black boy's birthday, and uh, so therefore, you know, is put on by uh, his family, and uh, they had a Bluetooth speaker playing music, music most of which I had never heard, but was definitely groovy, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I looked at the back of it, and it had the code. <laughs> oh no! So I connected to it with my phone, <laughs> and I started playing Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> and you That's know, great. I thought that would be a big reaction. Nobody gave a crap. <laughs> Nobody Nothing. noticed a difference. I saw this grandma who just sat through the whole thing, you know, like she didn't move the whole time. But she she had her head bobbing. Ebony. Well, it's a good song. I mean, all by itself. And and they didn't know. I I, I should have. I, 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 the reason why I thought of that is because I was trying to be subtle and sl- slick. And I was yeah. too subtle and too slick to the point that yep. people didn't even know I had taken over. I should have played some Guns N' Roses or something. You took over, oh. and you started just playing fart sounds. And, um, <laughs> yeah. There's another story it reminds me of. Uh, <laughs> I'm immature. That's why. <laughs> at church, um, every day, they would back up the network, and uh, a lady would get on the the speaker phone, you know, the, the, the phones, the you know, the yeah. intercom. There you go. And she would say, I'm beginning the backup. You know, so please everybody log out, you know, and I'm like, man, we about that same time was that that song came out. I think MC Hammer, uh, girl, you look good. Won't you back that thing up? You know what? Yeah. Girl, you look good. Won't you back that that thing up? You're a big, fine woman. Won't you back that thing up? Um, I don't know if it was him or not, but anyway, I thought it would be hilarious to take. (laughs) This, this this horrible song and edit it down <laughs> to where it said ladies and gentlemen we're beginning the backup girl you look good won't you back the thing up you know and and oh i sent goodness. it to her and she used it for over two years every day oh, are you serious 
I'm serious is a heart attack. Serious is a heart attack. It was so great. Every day she's like, you just hear the click, click, click. And she would hold it up to her computer speaker, the phone and, (laughs) and apparently hit the button. And ladies and gentlemen, we're beginning the backup. Girl, you look good. Won't you back that thing up? You know? So (laughs) mine, mine are too subtle. I think, you know, like people don't realize that they're bad. So. Well, I'll just uh, share my fart playlist with you, and you can uh, you can use that. Yeah, I should connect connect to random <laughs> random speakers, and people think that you know rodents just, with intestinal issues are running around. I'm too subtle. Yeah, I, I love how her brain tried to make sense of that. Like I would <laughs> I would have been afraid to do it because I'm like they are gonna know immediately that it's a prank, but. The genius of it is that they they didn't. They didn't know immediately. (laughs) She thought a freaking rat was pooping his pants somewhere in the lobby. I love that. (laughs) Oh, man, it was so good. I wish I uh, I should have captured that video, too. Such a good use of of technology, too. Yes, yes. That millions of dollars spent creating the Sonos concept. (laughs) John yes. uses it to his power, unlimited power to <laughs> to spread fart noises. Anyway, we want to thank some patrons real quick. Brock Sanderson and and Selganor Yoster. Uh, one one Brock gave gave us a dollar a month. We appreciate it. You guys can thanks Brock jump in there at at the low price of a dollar a month, and you experience ad free uh, podcasts as well as access to our Patreon support page or not support page, but uh, message boards and uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Selgenor Yoster became an annual patron. Well, and thank I you. So appreciate that. If you become an annual, um, you, you get like a 10% savings. So, you know, add, add a dollar, you know, up 12 times and then subtract 10% and, I mean, why wouldn't you become a patron? It's it's just, right on. It's so it's so worth it. But anyway, um, we have a couple of reviews real quick. I'd like to read from mypodcastreviews.com. Uh, Josh Blackman uh, wrote in iTunes, so happy to have clean comedy. James is the best host ever, and John is the best co-host ever. Wow. I love how you guys are going to keep it clean, but still be hilarious. Even when John has his innocent moments. (laughs) (laughs) And has access to a Sonos. (laughs) What? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I love, I love that you don't hide your beliefs either. I love Jesus too. Josh Blackman. Well, I, I, I don't know if I love Jesus. I, I have a crush on him, you know, I crush. I'm kind of crushing on Jesus. So. Crush non Jesus. That sounds like a show title. Yeah. Crush. It's <laughs> a new podcast. Uh, Jesuscrush.com. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. And I wouldn't say I love him. Okay. He's just a good friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. No. Uh, uh, what, I love Jesus. <laughs> I knew John was going to have to qualify. I do. <laughs> I do too. Okay. I just, I just love playing with the concept. It's just, it's just fun. Cause you know, uh, winning is fun says, hello. I love this show so much. By the way, my favorite episode, 153, just keep swimming was posted hours before I was born. Oh, wow. Okay. So I had to look it up. June 14th, 2010 was when episode 153 premiered. This is 4,504 days ago, or 12 years, three months, and 29 days from today. Wow. So. That's awesome. That's how old uh, Winning is Fun is. So, Well, congrats, Winning is Fun, on your uh, 4,504th day yeah. of life. It's so crazy. Um, that is crazy. A lot of folks are enjoying, speaking of announcements, uh, enjoying our new voicemail line, uh, 833-555, uh, 833-55-STORY, 833-55-78-679. 
is the uh, voicemail line. And uh, just make sure you speak up and speak clearly. Most adults do just fine. Um, but I was telling John, we get kids on that you can tell they didn't get permission. <laughs> and they, hey, hey guys. Yeah, hey. that's exactly what they do. They get real close to the phone and they're talking quiet. Uh, and they're like, hey, I'm calling for that story show. And yeah. uh, I'm not supposed to be on the phone. So I'm in the bathroom right now. <laughs> hiding underneath some towels. And yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you a story <laughs> about my mom, but I'm using her phone. So is she's going to know that I called you? <laughs> so I'm going to get beaten. You know, it, it's just, uh, if you're going to call, call the show, you know, make sure you speak up, yeah. speak clearly. I can't use your stuff. If I can't understand you, it's like, I am Matthew Broderick and I'm, <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> say your name was Matthew Broderick. I did. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Because <laughs> I couldn't, I, I couldn't use a, a, a voicemail from Matthew Broderick if if he called and and mumbled his way through the whole thing. So yeah. anyway, That'd be sad. It's it's a great thing. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into my favorite part of the show: the featured stories. Let me tell y'all a story. Oh, goodness gracious. Whoa. Uh, first, a word from our sponsors. All right. This one's called 23 Bags. It's by Boaz, and uh, it goes like this. This summer, I was, bags. I was finally old enough to be a counselor at my sleepaway camp in Colorado. This is the same Ooh. camp that burned down in 2017, if you remember that story from a couple years back. I do, actually. I do remember that story. That was in Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. So, um... So as you might guess, this camp wasn't always super careful about safety protocols. <laughs> putting, a, yeah, putting camp on blast there. Um, I was in the bunk. I was the bunk counselor for a bunch of 12-year-olds, peak middle school age. Needless to say, the 10 weeks I spent working there were quite uh, interesting. I was ah, 10 weeks. Oh, he survived. How do you do that? I mean, they, they make television shows um, about, ah, about kids of camp. being away at camp that long. It's like that's a long time. That's like you could find out you're a wizard in master quidditch in that amount of time. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, hmm. Anyway, I was I was leading a five day backpacking trip. Holy crap! They make horror movies that start that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten weeks of camp, five days backpacking. Uh, would you want to be responsible? I I I was a children's pastor. I didn't. I, I was afraid I had him for an hour and a half, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, so he says, I was a uh, five-day backpacking trip for the kids through the Rocky Mountains with, with animals and stuff. But we took an inventory at the first campsite. We found to our shock that instead of all of our dried food, rice, lentils, beef, chicken, vegetables, we had for 12 kids, 23 half-gallon bags of dried onions. Oh no. Yeah. So I, that's what they had to eat for five days. I quickly realized that <laughs> these middle schoolers had been packing our food and they had mixed up two identical bins. One oh. was full of our food rations and the other ones was just full of onions. Somehow this had gone and realized by all of the kids the majority of the food we eat while backpacking is dried. So though we had some food like bread and cliff bars, the onions would have to provide us with most of the sustenance for this trip. We were already nice. over 10 miles in <laughs> and the van that had dropped us off was long gone. So, Oh no, there was no turning back at this point. I would watch this movie. <laughs> it's like Lord <laughs> of the flies, Lord of the onions. <laughs> You know, <laughs> somebody's crying in this one tonight. The first three dinners were pretty miserable. So no matter how much we spiced them, the onion taste shone through and the complaining went on nonstop. However, mal malnutrition along with the 12 year old brain inspired an almost cult that overtook the preteens. The kids started to worship the onions. <laughs> what? <laughs> Though the kids would jokingly bow down to the bags of onions, they would at least pretend to thoroughly enjoy eating them. So this made our jobs infinitely easier. 
Luckily, the experience oh, wasn't true traumatic for everyone. So <laughs> our bunk now has a story to laugh at for the rest of camp. Hope this does, doesn't does not make it on the show. That counts. Boaz. Oh, doesn't not. Seagull. Single. Seagull. Seagull. I don't know how Siegel? to say it. Yeah, Seagull. Seagull. So that's crazy. Wow. That's insane. Uh, well, talk about making a good, uh, you know, making a, a good thing out of a bad situation. They they did a good job with that. Yeah, five, but five days eating onions. Yeah, let's start a cult. You know, they're the onion worshippers. Yeah, we worship freeze dried bags of onions. They they apparently there was a happy ending. You know, so at least they weren't you know like drinking Kool Aid at the end of it made of onions. You know, they they forgot their Kool Aid <laughs> back at camp so yeah they live all we have is onion juice <laughs> how much uh, of this will take down a 10 year a 12 year old i don't know i don't know <laughs> that's so i, I would have dried onions. you know if they could have dried onions maybe if they they, they could have like gotten some fresh you know meat uh some squirrels or, or something out there in the, yeah. the what colorado and they could have seasoned it with onions yeah yeah, but no, they they just ate the dried onions. I, I love what you said about there being tears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at the, least they didn't have to cut them. The, I just don't know where you were. What were you? What was going on? Where there was anyone that owned twenty three bags of dried onions? That's what I want to yeah, know. Well, they were sitting right I next mean, to the 23 bags of lentils and beans and rice and, and all this. And it's just like, uh oh, uh oh, we accidentally took the 23 bags of, of dried onions. Onions. Oh, there we go. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And all these kids were backpacking them and carrying their share of, and no one said anything. No one thought, uh, you know, the. <laughs> I just imagine being those those crisp those crispy ones, you know, that you get yeah. at, at a Asian food place, you know, uh, or the or the onions that you put on top of your uh, green bean casserole. Yes, yes, the crispy onions. Hey, yeah, those would be good, you know. <laughs> just snacking down on those, you you would be ready to worship uh, onions yeah, after a few days. One was for breakfast in the morning. Oh. Crispy onions. Mm, yum. I. Well, well, well done, Boaz, for making a, a good thing out of a bad situation. I'm glad that you all made it back. Uh, John, I, I they I, had some bad breath. I want to. <laughs> bad everything. What? What's the? What's the outcome of something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Stinky skin. Stinky poop. Oh. I just I. I don't even want to know. Probably why they didn't get lost in the woods because they could smell them. Yeah. Keeps the animals away. Like, yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that in my system. Bears are like, well, I don't think I'm going to eat any of those kids. They smell like onions. Is that what bears I'm, sound I've like? I've got a date later. <laughs> going to go meet up with some antelopes. Bears date antelopes. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, John, I want to apologize in advance for this next story. I I selected it just for you. It's called Warning Broken. Sl- yeah. Thank you. I know you yeah, like Yeah, warning bones. broken bones. I saw the title and I was like, great. I, I literally said out loud when I was about to read it. Thanks, James. This is what you get. It's, 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 uh, what do they call it? Um, uh, not, uh, what, com- comeuppance, you know? You, you, My, uh, because I messed up last week. You trick people with, uh, onions. I mean, uh, with, with fart sounds and stuff and you, you, you get bad stories. So. I have. I'm reaping what I sown. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Well, karma. this this piece of beautiful karma. Yeah, there's that. Uh, this beautiful work of art comes to us from Heinz from Lexington, T- Kentucky. Broken bones. All right. I was riding a, a Y scooter pretty quickly down the hill of our street. Mm. James, you know what a Y scooter is? I do. It's one of those kind that you wiggle back and forth, and it propels you forward. Oh. The, do you do you know okay. about those? Uh, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. It's got like it's got like roller skate type wheels, right? Uh, something like that. Uh, it's more like, like the, a razor the back scooter. Wheels, they they pivot. Yeah, they do. And and you can, like I said, you can kind of take and 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 propel yourself forward by moving back and forth on them. Uh, they're not made to go very fast though. Do you sit on them or do you stand you on them? Stand on them. Okay. 
All right. I think, I think, yes. Okay. I know exactly what this is now. Yeah. Yeah. This makes it even more scary. All right. Great. Okay. So I was uh, quickly riding this thing down the hill of our street. I was happy as I could be. I had the wind flowing through my hair. I had a lot of speed and I absolutely love the Y scooter. I love it, James. <laughs> then suddenly it started turning out of nowhere. Yeah. As it was turning to the left, I tried to brake to stop myself from crashing. But what do scooters do when they have a lot of momentum going in a direction that they 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 they, they don't? What do they do, James? They, they, what do scooters do when they have a lot of momentum going in the direction um, that they that they don't roll? They flip over. Yes. Yes, they flip over. Yay. <laughs> so I I I was flipped off the scooter onto the asphalt and landed on my left wrist. Now Heinz interjects, thankfully I'm right-handed. See that my, that my, just lets you know right there that he devastated his left hand. I, he, yeah. He's he, like you know, I'm going down. I'm not going to go down on my writing hand. <laughs> no, sir, Bob. I want to still be able to complete my schoolwork. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want nobody doing my work for me. Right. I'm going down. Uh, he says with my palm into the ground. I. That's how I did it. Stick your arm out. Extend it fully in front of you with your palm facing down. I'm doing right? it. I'm doing it. Now bend your hand back to where it looks like you are Iron Man about to shoot shoot plasma out of your palm. At yourself? No, I think I think straightforward oh, like this. Well, that's what I did yeah. to start with. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you make sure that 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 you've got a ninety degree angle okay. on your All wrist right. and your. All right, I'm, yeah, I'm there. That's how Iron Man would have to do it. Okay. Now, um, uh, imagine my whole weight. I don't know how much you weigh, Heinz, but I'm imagining your whole weight coming down on that arm and hand with my radius and my ulna. Those oh. are the two bones in your forearm, FYI. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They came crashing into the carpels of my hand. What? Heinz apparently knows his, his uh, anatomy. What? Um, so the, the, this whole part right here of your arm, your forearm, yeah. crashing into your palm. <laughs> The carpels um, aren't supposed to touch. The, car the carpels are these bones, right? <laughs> yeah, here, I know, but that part. means they bent backwards so much. Anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, eventually I found out to my dismay that I had shattered and chipped my bones chipped, into little pieces. Chipped them up, man. Like a freaking Shattered shredder. and chipped. Mm, mm. Shattered and chipped. That sounds... Like the way you get your your uh, hash browns at uh, at the uh, Waffle House. I'd like mine scattered and chipped, please. Shattered and chipped. <laughs> Anyways, I ran to my house screaming and crying in agony. 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 <laughs> I ran to my house. Do you have that uh, sound clip with that girl that called last week? With no, <laughs> I should. <laughs> I should. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, well, I will, I, I will I get it set it. up. Okay. Well, uh, Heinz ran to the house screaming and crying in agony. You know what's agony? Do you know what's funny? I had been asked when I landed on my wrist if I was okay and needed some help. Do you know what I said? No, I'm okay. I'll be fine. I'm fine. <laughs> anyway, this was just before my dad, my brother, and I went out on a trip out west. So that the entire trip, I was wearing a full arm cast up to my bicep. And it itched so bad. Ugh. But... When we got back from the trip, I upgraded to a short arm cast. Ooh. And don't worry, yes, I got people to sign it. Oh, well, good. that's my story. I hope you liked it because you're probably not getting anything better. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still reading Peace. this? Peace. <laughs> yeah, you still reading? You still reading this? What the heck? Anyway, here here's oh. for the people that, that missed out on what John was talking about. Hi, this is Eleanor. Um, from Gibson's, I'm calling for this, that, 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 that story tells, <laughs> I'm going to call back. I'm going to call back. I'm going to call back. She wasn't hiding under the uh, towels when no, she called. No, that's, that's someone nice that was clear. allowed to have a phone call or doesn't care about their parents' authority. Either One of the two. <laughs> we'll take either one, really. If you're not afraid of your parents, call the show. All right. Anyway. Uh, this is called, I promise, it's from Elizabeth. Uh, I have a quick story I hope is funny. 
my daughter's nearly three years old and she loves watching a very popular kids TV show called Bluey. Um, Bluey. Yeah, I've, I've never seen it, but I, I know what she's talking about. It's a dog. I've heard about it. It's, yeah. a, it's a dog. Uh, watching this show has introduced her some new words and ideas, one of them being the concept of a promise. She has been using the phrase, I promise, quite often, but it's usually not in the right oh, context, yeah. so it doesn't make any sense. The other day, she was so annoyed at me, probably because I said something like, no, you can't sit on your brother, or no, it's not time to watch Bluey. And she got mad and she said, mom, I'm going to give you a big smack. And I said, oh, no, you won't. You will not smack mom. And she got right up to my face and whispered, I'm going to give you a big smack. I promise. (laughs) It was the sweetest yet most terrifying threat I have ever heard. Thankfully, no smacks were administered by anyone that day. Thanks for the show, Elizabeth. (laughs) kids man at that age dude there's the uh, i will give you a big smack i promise three-year-olds are just two-year-olds with practice is, is <laughs> what yes. i've heard and uh yeah. I, I it reminds me of my daughter she she was so funny we got her a, a return of the jedi t-shirt when she was around this age and she hated yoda she, she's so scared of him but he was only part of this t-shirt he, there was a whole scene you know of of stuff going on from the movie including the return of the jedi logo and star wars and all this but she points she's it's like she's like i'm not afraid of this shirt and i was like really she says i'm only afraid of this part right here and she (laughs) she touches the part of her chest where (laughs) yoda's face is she's like i'm only scared here just right here in this little spot. And um, nice. a couple years after that, she's still scared of Yoda. And we were at Disney World and she sees these t-shirts that say, and she can read now. Um, the t-shirts say, judge me by my size, do you? And and it's got Yoda and she and I hear her talking to him. So I, I sneak up behind her and she says, I judge you by your green goblin face. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally hear her doing that too. Oh man, the podcast kid. I miss her so much. She was oh. she was a mess. She's still a mess. It's just a different kind of mess. She's she's almost eighteen. Can you believe oh, that? Oh man, almost. Yeah, your son had a birthday, didn't he? Yeah he he turned he turned thirteen. Uh, wait, no, James turned. Yeah, James turned thirteen last week. So you got two teenagers now. I do. I have two teenagers in the house. So crazy. I do too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I got one that's about to be 15 and one about to be 18. It's crazy. Oh man. Well, wow. We, we got a voicemail from Gabriella. Uh, it's just, it's middle school drama. She even admits it. So uh, listen to this. <laughs> it's unedited. So. I'm calling for that story show. And my name is Gabriela, and I'm from Texas. This is a story that happened to me a couple of weeks ago. It happened in middle school, and I'm still in middle school. At my school, if you get there earlier than 8.30, you have to wait in the sixth grade hall till the bell rings. Huh. Me and my best friend that I've known since third grade sit in the hallway together in the morning. But then it turns 8.30, so I stand up, and I'm talking to my friend and walking backwards. Then I step on a backpack and fall backwards and land on top of this one girl laying down on her, basically. And my friend sits next to her in ELA. Then I get up and my friend's just laughing at me so hard she couldn't even talk. (laughs) I say I'm so sorry like a million times. And she just looks at me. Then later that week, I go sit with my friend at lunch as we do every day. I didn't get a good, I I didn't get a good look at this person's face that I fell on, so I sit down, <laughs> and my heart drops. So I text my friend if her new friend is the person I fell on, and she says yes. Oh. I look away because I don't want her to see my face. The person I fell on didn't say anything when I fell on her. But at lunch, she was cursing like there is no tomorrow. Oh, talking like John. And my best friend can't even say fart. 
The only Ooh. thing they have in common is their names. Their names are both Olivia. Ooh, so that was my middle school drama. <laughs> Hope this makes it on the show. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That was my middle school drama. That is the epitome of middle school drama. Walking there backwards, falling over a backpack, landing back first on somebody else. It's great. It reminds that's, me so well, that's much the thing. of childhood. Gab- yeah. And, and she was afraid of her seeing her face, but the, I don't think it'd be her face that would be recognized. It would be the backside <laughs> that fell on you. It's like poor old Melvin, who's who's afraid of boxes now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid of girls named Gabriella falling on me. I don't want to deal with that. Oh, thanks, Gabriella, for calling in. I, I had to guess that that was your name. I don't think it really is, but you said it really fast. <laughs> That's the only thing I can translate from it. So, well, that's her name now. Yeah, your name's Gabriella. So I hope you have to change it legally, legally if it's not. So. If it's not, it's it's the way it is. This is from Weston. Uh, it's called Peace Snacks. Oh, yeah. This is for that story show. Um, so my name is Weston, and I am from Tennessee. But this story took place when I was about six, when we were in Colorado. Okay. And one night, um, I fell asleep like normal. But the next morning, something was strange because my mom was washing out our snacks. And that um, night, from her point of view, um, I came out. I was totally asleep, sleepwalking. And I say, hey, mom, I'm just running to the restroom. And the next thing she knows, I'm in the kitchen and she hears the cabinet close. (laughs) This is when I peed in the snacks. Of course, I didn't figure out until months later. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> I peed I just, in the snacks. I peed in the snacks. It's 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 it, he's getting it off his chest, you know. Like yeah, I I peed in the snacks. I did. It's you know, embarrassing, but Ma- I did it. Mom was cleaning the snacks. I'm, <laughs> Mom I'm didn't sorry. say anything either. No, and I love how he says, "From her point of view, this is how From it went her- down." From my point of view, I went to the potty. In a real yeah, potty. I was sleeping the whole time. I don't care what I did. But from her point of view, I peed on snacks. And uh, yeah. from her point of view, she also cleaned the snacks. I I have this rule. It's just a rule in my brain that when things are used for certain things, they now belong to that certain thing. And we've had that before. <laughs> People making um, egg salad or something out of a bowl that caught placentas. Um, uh, right. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's a that's yep. now a placenta bowl. I you don't make anything else in it. You catch placenta, tater salad, or nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, and <laughs> and this one is is it, it applies once pee has touched the snacks, it now belongs to the category of of sanitation and 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 where sanitary unsanitary stuff goes, and that's the trash. Yes, you know. Um. So there's no cleaning up because I could, could you imagine some, you and some friends over and your, and your mom brings out some snacks <laughs> and, and she just is kind of looking at all of you like, got the are, Doritos. They, are they going to notice <laughs> the smell? Yeah. So you pop open a bag of Doritos and there's just a salty taste. To them. <laughs> <Extra> salty taste. <laughs> John, you okay? John, John just left the screen. <laughs> Just you okay? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just—that's what I'm saying. It's important to throw these things away, folks. It's oh man, and and charge him. You uh, know, I I think it's a teachable moment. Figure out how much the snacks cost. Maybe it's fourteen dollars. Take that out of his uh his allowance that week. You know, allowance. These these, t- these taste like dill pickles. What what the freak? It's salt and vinegar. Everything tastes like dill pickles. Oh, I don't want those chips ever. I don't know. I don't know. This this candy tastes like dill pickles. I, everything. 
It's, it's gummy gotta, bears are extra gummy. Yeah, you clean everything. It smells like ammonia in here. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, this next one's from TJ Bunkall from uh, Aldi, Aldi, Virginia. It says it's called Entitled Cat. Tell me what you think about this story. He says, um, and he's mostly talking to you, John. My brother was eating, and as you eat, you tend to chew. So our cat, Jake, a Bombay, I don't know what that means, but he decided to, look it up. to sniff my brother's mouth as he was chewing. First of all, that's illegal. Okay. My, <laughs> yeah. There's no way I would let an animal close to my mouth when I'm eating. But anyway, when my brother coughed, the cat quickly stuck its face in my brother's mouth and took the food oh. he was eating. Oh, no. TJ says, cats are entitled jerks that steal food. Why do you like cats, John? I, I Now, listen. Never said I liked them, mm. but I have them. And I agree. They are, <laughs> they are entitled jerks. <laughs> Every morning, my outside cats are waiting for me at the door. And they don't stop meowing at me until I put food in their bowl. Oh. And I'm like... Get some thumbs. Yeah. Get your own food. Get a job, like, cat. There's rodents all over this yard. You can catch your own food, cat. Mm. But, you know, they are kind of nice when they sit on your lap and they just make you feel good about yourself. You yeah, know? I guess it's just a certain type of person that likes a certain type of animal. I like, I, I'll tell you today, though, I learned an important lesson from my dog. I have two dogs, one I don't like and the other I hate. And the one I don't like, the one I hate, all right, both of them ring a bell when they need to go out, <laughs> okay? So I think that's a pretty cool trick. They go up to the back door. That is cool. They ring the bell. It's time to go out. Little, the little dog, the one I hate, has learned that anytime we ring the bell or she rings the bell, no matter what, if she needs to go out or maybe she just sees something she wants to go bark at, she, she'll ring the bell and nine times out of 10, we'll get up and and let her out and she oh it just drives me crazy that i got up off the couch and walked over there so she could bark at the neighbor's dog you know it's just it irritates me <laughs> so today the dog i don't like just go, walks up real slow to the door and rings the bell very quietly which usually means i don't really need to go out I'm, my my conscience is bothering me um, but I want to manipulate you anyway and still, you know, kind of got, cause he doesn't play jokes that often. And I said, no, I'm, I'm eating gummy bears. I just sat down with a package of gummy bears. I'm like, I'm going to enjoy these gummy finish bears. Finish these. You can wait. You can wait. You waited till I sat down to ring the bell. You can freaking wait till I'm done. But he rings it again. And I'm like, no. And then he starts going, mm, 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 mm. he's going to throw up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so wrong and terrible and bad. And I opened the door and the freaking <laughs> bolt was locked and I unflated the bolt and I opened the door and he ran out and he went and threw up outside and I'm so grateful to this dog. And I told my son, I'm like, I'm never going to doubt him again. His, you know, he, if you, if he knows enough to know that I need to do this outside instead of in the house, I need to reward that. And so he has earned my trust forever oh now, nice dog so I anytime hate, he touches that bell yeah yeah now i'm gonna jump to it but the dog i hate still i'm i i always like do you really need to go out and she never answers me properly so yeah i don't know our inside doing. cats living on the back porch for a few days actually it's almost been like a couple weeks but she's been on the enclosed back porch uh because she yacked uh, 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 like a couple times in the house, you know, and oh. she, she knows she can get out. She's got a little kitty cat door. She yeah. can run in and out. Yeah. But yeah, man. And it, what, here's the thing. I had just taken her out and this is why she got banned to the back porch. Uh, I did, had just taken her out for yakking on the floor. Mm -hmm. And so I, I put her out there, I clean it up and stuff. And I'm like, all right, well, you can come back in. She comes back in and then starts her yakking again. She didn't actually, but you know how cats do that? No. You know that stupid but stuff? I've no. never spent much well, time around cats, but 
that's one of the reasons I don't like them. Or I'll just add that to the list. <laughs> and, and, and eating out of your mouth. Yes. That's definitely. Oh, yeah. I, I watch a lot of fail videos and, and sometimes they'll put cats in the fail videos and it's like cats knocking stuff off countertops. And, I, and people will just, you'll hear them laughing in the background. And I'm like, how is this funny? What kind of person enjoys that? If my dog did that, first of all, if it got up on my table or my counter, I'd have a conniption. But then yeah, if it got up there and knocked a cup off the, the table, I would, I'd have it down at the, the kill shelter. Not, not the kind <laughs> oh, that's a no kill shelter. I would make sure it was dead in seven days or less. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did I tell you? So you know how James, he's, he's making stuff with, out of like animal pelts. Yeah. 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 Did I? So he made a, a hat out of a fox skin that somebody had gifted him. Um, and he like so proud of his work. And he's like, hey, do you think when, Gra when Gracie dies that I can make her <laughs> something? A cat? He wants to turn the cat into like a, I don't know what. Did you tell him? Uh, was it a teachable moment for you to just pull him aside and say, you're a sick freak, son, but I'm, I love you anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I thought it would be amazing. <laughs> what, what does what he want to do? Mean, what, a cat a would immortalize your pet. Oh, it would have a tail. Know, it would it would be awesome. Little ears sticking out in front, like a raccoon maybe you skin. Could turn cat. into like a little a little rug or something. It would have to include the head. You'd have to have the face in there somewhere. I don't know. That would be creepy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> just tell him. I don't know that. Just tell I don't him know how no. you feel about. It. Just tell him no. It's okay to say no. In today's world, I know we don't do that enough, but it's it's just like son. I love you, but would um, never speak of this again to anyone, especially during job it interviews. Might provide when you're some older. warmth in her in her passing. You know, she could she could be something that you wear live. around your wrist or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's it's a cool like garden an iPhone you got case there, out of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. calico. Wow, it's <laughs> also. Yeah, it was my it was my cat. She passed away, and we wanted to immortalize her by turning her into something. So I I lick my phone case daily to clean it. <laughs> when the when the phone rings, it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me for a minute. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, we have one more. Believe it or not, it's voicemail from Alan. It's called on the phone. Hi, James and John. Alan Barreras here. I wanted to share an experience that I experienced today. <laughs> ah. So I was in a bathroom in uh -oh. a store called HEB. They only have those in Texas, so it's just a, a grocery store, basically. And there's this guy in the stall next to me making some atrocious noises. Well, that's a bathroom and for you. Then, especially a man's. All of a sudden, a phone ring. Oh and he no! He answers it. Ah! No! <laughs> he says, "Why? Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> and the natural response to that is like, w say whatever you're doing, and then be like, "What are you doing?" And I assume the person on the other side of the phone did just that. Because the guy was like, you don't want to know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm in the bathroom at H-E-B. Oh, and I just thought that that was like the weirdest thing ever. Uh, the talking on the phone while using the restroom of any sort is uh, wildly inappropriate. So that's just my two cents. So don't, don't do that, people. <laughs> Anyways, there's one place this makes it on the show. To, yeah. Bye. Oh. Bye. Sorry. Don't don't use the don't answer the phone when you're pooping. <laughs> yeah, or, or or in the bathroom at all. Yeah. You know, if you're a guy in the bathroom and you're not pooping, it's it's very awkward, you know, cuz mm. yeah, you just some things you I still remember do. I was at the Jesus musical thing at at uh in Branson. 
and it was the uh oh yeah yeah the halftime light and sound period and uh so all the men were in the bathroom and uh i was just the, the, all the urinals were full and i was so flanked by two guys and um which, which usually is odd but when it's overcrowded the rules go out the window but there's somebody in the yeah, stall right. and and they and they you you hear gravity working but this guy's just making this this sound like he's pushing a rock and i i just whisper oh no bless him lord and the whole row <laughs> of guys start laughing <laughs> so hard i'm like i didn't mean to say it that loud <laughs> bless him lord bless him lord. <laughs> and the guy the next to me is like that. i needed that so bad <laughs> he was laughing <laughs> Anyway, it is time for us to get out of here. Surely you have a funny life story. Surely you want to hear it on the show. Call us today, toll free, 833-55-STORY or email thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Review the show on iTunes or wherever you found us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, just think, hey, 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 you know what? This belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys yeah. next week. Love ya. Love Mean the, it. Love ya, K-bye. Don't walk backwards, Bye. middle schoolers. Oh. Yeah. Don't answer the toilet or don't answer the phone on the toilet. <laughs> don't answer the phone. No judgment if you do, but it's just a good idea not to. Yeah. And if you do it, don't do it on um, speakerphone because other noises might make it in. <laughs> uh, now, I have to admit, I I have gone number one while I've been on the phone with my brother before, but I flush the toilet and run away from the sound so he won't know and i aim for the know. for the porcelain instead of the water so it's silent you know what i'm saying ah sure yeah yeah and then and then i hit the button and i run from the room he's never known he doesn't listen to the show anymore david i love you bro uh, the truth had to come out sometime